just think, you know, it's really surprised me how motivated people, how motivated people are. They keep me motivated. They're, they're on there, they're, they, put, they post pictures of, like they've been for walks and, and stuff. And it's a real, um, whereas when I run a club, I don't get to know people. I, I know people, they walk in, they pay the money, I see them, but I don't know them people. Whereas these people online, are absolutely amazing. They'll share what they're doing outside of um, outside of the shred. So I've had people post on that they've been for runs, uh, they've been for walks, and they'll put pictures of whereabouts they are. Um, it's just lovely to know that people are. It's made. It's got people motivated, and people are continuing to be motivated. You know, around that group, it's it's fantastic. That was my today's guest. Welcome to the Alan Twig podcast. So my guest today is uh, a very special person. She, uh, she started Taekwondo at a young age. She managed to rise to being a third Dan, whatever that means, black belt in Taekwondo. I'm sure she'll tell us what it means later. She's run lots and lots of half marathons. She's run several full marathons, although she's not what she would self, say herself is a natural marathon runner. She's even competed in the London Marathon. And today she's a working mother, but also a motivational fitness coach. Uh, I'd like to uh, welcome today. My guest is Joanne Graham. Hello, Joanne. Hi, Alan. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. This is, it's a little bit uh, strange for both Joanne and I. This is for both of us, more or less our first podcast. So if you're one of the lucky people to be listening in, not only you, not only do you get to listen to a, a really interesting interview, you also get to see the insights a little bit of what it's like when you're, when you're starting out in the podcast world. <laughs> so Joe, uh, Welcome to the to the show, and um, uh, you do a, you do an, an online uh, uh, workout every day. Uh, why don't we just start by uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about that just before we we find out a little bit more about you? So I do an online um, motivational workout for ladies, well, and gents if they want to join in. I've been doing it basically since lockdown. Well, it started as something to do during lockdown because um, I run uh, quite a few um, clubs online at 10. Um, so I was online at 10 every morning and that's how it started. But now I do sort of the 30 day shred, motivating people. Um, yeah, and it's like snowball from there really. All right, okay. Well, I think we'll return to your shredding activities a little bit later, <laughs> but um, you're um, you're a working mum, but you're yeah. also a third dan black third dan in taekwondo. Um, taekwondo yes. Yeah, I don't know a lot about taekwondo. So, how long have you? Why don't you tell us about taekwondo? How did you get started in taekwondo? How did all that happen? I mean, it's a little bit unusual, isn't it? So. Tell us why, what happened? So I, my husband, Scott, 
uh, was when I met him, um, uh, so into Taekwondo, it was unreal. It was there five, six days a week, went on about Taekwondo. Uh, I found out he was the British champion, European champion in Taekwondo. So oh, it was serious. Quite, yeah, he was elite um, on the circuit in Taekwondo. So every week it would involve me going to competitions, going and watching him at the club. And I did this for about three years and I just got, I just got fed up really of him talking about it. And I thought, well, while I'm sat here watching them, I might as well be doing it. So I just, I joined, I joined actually his club, um, which was a bit of a nightmare because he kept giving me press ups all the time to make an example of me. But, you know, uh, yeah, he called it his hour of power or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so and then from there I'd sort of started. So I thought, well, I've got to finish this. I've got to keep going. So that's what I did. I kept, I just kept going until I got to my black belt, and that's. But it, yeah. but it took you three years to to actually three years of of following following Scott, your your husband, following him yeah. around. It took you three years before you actually actually had the idea of starting yourself. So. Why did it yeah. take so long? Well, because I just didn't want to get beat up. They were, it was really, it was really, you used to go in the hall and it, you know, people used to come out with black eyes and all sorts of stuff at the time, you know, because it was like in the 90s and, you know, anything went basically. So, you know, all these people used to stagger out looking injured and I used to think, oh, you know, I quite like the patterns part of the martial art at that point, but the, the sparring looked a bit too aggressive for me, but um, no, I actually love it. It's great. <laughs> the sparring or the patterns? The sparring and the patterns, but the sparring is, um, yeah, I mean, to do a martial art, you've got to, it's all, it's about defending yourself. So you have to learn to take a punch or take a kick. So yeah, it, but it's, it's all good fun. <laughs> I love so, it now. So what, what, what is a pattern then? So a pattern is a, um, a series of different moves. Uh, you've probably seen if you've ever watched, um, I don't know, like any Bruce Lee movies or Karate Kid movies, they have like um, people moving slowly and doing a slow series of movements. And that's a pattern. But actually it's slowed down self-defense. So that pattern is usually, you could move, use their moves in self-defense. So like the when the karate kid is painting the fence. Correct, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyage is teaching him how to block or uh, how to block a punch. So yeah. So and you so and when you when you but you were reluctant to start and um eventually after three years you did start. So why, why, why didn't you just give it a go? Well, I mean, surely most people would have thought, well, you know, after, uh, you know, after a year of, of, of being involved really directly in the middle of it all, I mean, if you're following your, you know, your partner around and he's in the, he's, he's kind of at the center of the whole scene, you know, why, why didn't you just, you know, start a little bit earlier, just dip your toe in, see what it was like. It took three years of, of it took three years, but yeah. I think many people are like that. A lot of people like every year will sit and watch the London marathon on TV, but they'll never participate in the London marathon. 
because they think they can't do it. They think mm. a lot of people they think they can't do that. They can't. Oh, I can't like they'll say, hey, "I can't run a marathon," or oh, "I couldn't do what I couldn't do taekwondo." That's what I thought at the time. Oh, I can't do that, but you can do it. It's just that you, your mind is telling you you can't do it. You can actually do it. So. so- Okay, so I, I, I know I've gone on a little bit, but so, so, uh, but so at some point you thought, okay, I'm going to do it. Just, yeah. was, there a, was there a moment? Was it just, okay, um, did you see something differently or, or? No, I just thought, oh my God, I can't take him talking about this any longer. Right. So <laughs> I'm just going to join in and then he, he can't tell me about it because I've already been there doing it and it worked because then we got, Actually, then we were both training and it meant we got more in common than we had before. Mm. In common, but I was total opposite to Scott. So Scott was um, like this guy that go just off on a whim, he'd go for a, do a half marathon. He'd sign up on the day, which he could then, and just go and run a half marathon. I used to think, God, he's mad. Who would want to do that? And then he'd go out in the rain, pouring rain, he'd go, I'm going for a two-hour run, and I'd say, oh, and I couldn't understand it. But now I totally get it. I totally get why I want So, yeah, but I think for a lot of people, they don't want to do it because they think they can't do it. And I was one of them people. But I got sick of him talking about it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But, so, that was... Um, your Taekwondo, I, I think you went on to, you know, I think you've been running a school for, for, for many, many years. But before, before you tell us about that, why, why don't you tell, um, so this, so I presume you started Taekwondo and started uh, with your partner before you were married with children and, and, uh, and uh, yeah. before all the domestic bliss happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's when I could train five times a week and, you know, do what I wanted. Yeah, I did. I did it before then. But I didn't actually achieve my black belt until I'd had my first child, Alex. I didn't do my black belt until he was 12 months old. Mm. Was, and someone had. So I went back after having Alex, five weeks after having Alex, I went back training so I could go to achieve my black belt. But that wasn't my plan at the time. I just thought, my friend rung me up and said, you've got to do it. You've you've come this far. You've got to get your black belt. And I thought, yeah, she's right. I've got to get my black belt. So I went uh, and retrained, basically. And that was five months after I'd been Alex. Sorry, okay. five months after I'd been Alex. Yeah, I'd gone so, back. And um, so w- this is a deep question. I, may, I don't know if you can answer it or not. Probably you might not even have thought about it, or maybe not. But what did Taekwondo teach you? What did you re, what did you learn through Taekwondo? I learned um, perseverance, and I also learned how to control uh, control myself. Really, you, you 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 look at things in a different way when you do a martial art to what you'd probably done before because you have to teach yourself self-discipline so when you're sparring with someone or you're you're fighting with someone in in a club environment they're all your friends 
but there can be people that really really go for it you really like and you 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 have to learn to control yourself you have to learn to control your anger yeah um when you're on the when you're doing tournaments and that you can't be seen to be um how can i um so if you win you can't be seen to be uh i don't know how to put it uh, like yeah and shouting that you've won and everything because that would be showing off showing off yeah that's what one's showing off because You'd be, you'd be seen to be disrespectful. So it's taught me a lot. I think it's taught me, how, especially um, like motiva motivational wise, it's taught me that you've got to persist. You've got to carry on until the end. And you, th there's no end really. There's never an end. Like I could have got to black belt. A lot of people get to black belt and then just give up, which why, why have you come this far just to give up? There's always something else you can do. There's always, something else that you can learn and you can achieve because getting your black belt is the beginning of the story really it's not the end and I think that it's taught me that you know you don't you shouldn't ever give up you should never give up uh, and once you've yeah no, I know I completely agree I think that applies to a lot of things and I know in my experience it's it's a lot like the start of this podcasting experience. It's always the beginning that's the most difficult, isn't it? Whether you're starting yes. a martial art or as I do, I, I, I dance tango or I learn golf or whatever. The, the beginning's always the most frustrating because you've got the most to learn and um, yeah, and, you, and it requires the most energy usually as well. There's no, there's no um, inertia, there's no... Uh, momentum is there at the beginning it's you've got to no. build that momentum and that takes at the beginning um i think you know a certain amount of just a willingness to stick with it for a certain amount of time and i think that's that's the concept a little bit behind your behind your shred as far as i can make out we'll we'll, we'll get back into that a little bit later but i think that's also part of what you learn in taekwondo you're trying to apply uh, to your to your shred as well to but but you can tell us about later but I, I just w thought it, you know if we can if we're if we're kind of structuring this as a journey you started after the after the black belt and after you got married and had children you I think was it at that point that you started I think you started your own school didn't you I think you started your own taekwondo school after I, well, I don't know had... before you had children or after I don't know before we had Scott had a because um, Scott was my instructor, um, but he had a he had a um, a school um, from being nineteen. So he started instructing at nineteen. So I'd already met Scott, and then sort of I once I'd got my black belt, then I helped him out with that school. So we had that probably um, until after we'd had the after we had the kids. Uh, for a couple of years after we'd had the kids and then Scott had to go and work away. Life commitments get in your way. I'd got two children and it was at that point we thought we, we couldn't commit to doing the Taekwondo school at that point anymore. But about four years after, after doing that, we realised that that were part of our lives, really, Taekwondo. So we restarted Oh. So you, so you, 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 you actually started the school before. Before, um, yeah. 
and then and then stopped and then stopped because scott was working he was he's an electrician so it was really um a hobby at that point but he had to go away to um one night and i was at home with two kids and there were no way i could sort of carry on uh well i couldn't find a way because i would got no one to have the kids to instruct the taekwondo school so uh, we gave the taekwondo school to someone else who was in our club and they carried it on for a while but about four years after that we decided that you know we really we needed to get it back up and running and we did you were missing it really missing it yeah <laughs> really missing it yeah yeah really miss like i am now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you you so you yeah. you were teaching adults at this point or adults and kids um yeah we had a, a good mix of at this point we had about uh well, we had about 60 students so this this was when we were before kids we had about 60 students and now we've got the same amount we've got about that back now but obviously with lockdown we've not been able to teach so you you've always your school's always you've always taught both of you always taught adults and also children yeah so i presume there's a different approach for both groups yeah so the, the <laughs> adults the, the adults are at one side of the class um usually with scott and i've, I've oh got, you do it you do it together you 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 so yeah. the kids and the adults are there at the same time kids and the yeah the adults i didn't know that i didn't know yeah. that yeah mm. so we, we line them up so they go at one side the adults and the, i have all the children at the other side yeah. <laughs> play you know yeah it's it i mean it's a different level teaching children you've got that uh mix of kids you know the ones that really want to be there and train and then you've got the other element that you know mums and dads which they want them to be disciplined um so they send them to our club but you know but you do find that you do find that but whatever it's all enjoyable i don't mind it so uh the so obviously scott's got the easier task or it sounds like it sounds like to me that he's probably got the easier task because teaching adults are presumed they're there because they want to be there. And that's yes. a, a big difference, right? Massive difference. If we had a hall full of adults uh, to a hall full of kids, the teaching is so, it flows better because the adults, they, uh, of course they pick things up easier. They listen. Kids will be sat sort of at the back of the hall picking the nose and all sorts while mm. you're playing something. Then they go, what have you just said? And I'll go, oh, I've just spent like five minutes <laughs> to go and explain it all again. Uh, yeah, it's kids in it. So So you you're you're patient then. Yes. Now I yeah, we have to be. We mm. have to be. But you enjoy you enjoy teaching the taekwondo to the children. I love teaching taekwondo to the children, yeah. Because you see them go from that uh, when they come in and uh, sometimes they, they just don't listen but then they go from that and it's a weird process because they'll go from not listening at all to two years later maybe really getting it we've got one kid we've got one student in particular and she was never a natural martial artist never she really has struggled the whole way through so she started when she were she were five and she stood out from the rest because she really 
like really had to try to do the kicks and the punches. She had no coordination. And she's kept going. And now she's a one-off black belt. And she she really has got it. She she can do all the kicks and she can do all the and it's amazing. You see these kids come through and you think, oh, and, and even the parents will be saying, well, they're not a natural. And by the time they've done so many years at it, they are often the kids that are the best, your best. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that really want it and will go that extra mile to mm-hmm. train it. Whereas kids that get it natural, mm-hmm. you know, they don't, they just, they just blase. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that was, I think David Beckham, I think he had a, I think that was his story. So, so it goes anyway, the, the, the David Beckham story that he, that it was more through practice than being a real natural. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Quite, quite surprising. So, um, so you, 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 so you still teach or you did still teach Taekwondo right up until the, the, the lockdown craziness began back in March, yeah. right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Right up until that week that they locked, basically locked us down, we were still teaching. So we were teaching, we taught four classes that week. And since then we've done nothing. We're just about to get our classes back up and running uh, this week coming, but uh, that in itself uh, is not going to be the same as it was because we can't do a lot of, we can't do the sparring, we can't do the pad work. So it's going to be a big change for us all until things get back to normal. Okay, but you're not just a black belt in Taekwondo, you also are a runner. I am, yes. Well, <laughs> self-runner, but I am, yeah, I am a runner. <laughs> and but I I'm think, so you, you, <laughs> you, you've, you've run um, several half marathons and uh, several uh, full marathons, and, and you're also involved in the London Marathon. So why did you get started with mar- why did you get started running what i mean you you're doing your you're doing your taekwondo you're running your taekwondo school you're probably running around after all your children uh you know you're a busy mother you're working you know you've got all these responsibilities why did you decide that you needed to be start to start running half marathons as well I needed well it wasn't well it wasn't particularly that I needed to start running half marathons I needed to do something because I'd got to a certain point in my life where I or or I was instructing but often instructing taekwondo doesn't come with a lot of effort being put into that instructing not not from a teaching point of view but uh, fitness wise you basically do a short warm-up and then the kids do the rest, you demonstrate, and then they're doing all the work, you're just instructing. So you're not doing a whole lot of fitness. So I'd got to a point where I'd put weight on basically. And I thought, oh, I know where this is going. Uh, 40 were coming up and, you know, I think I was three years off being 40 and I thought, I don't want to have middle age spread and I don't want to go down that road. So I thought, right, running is basically, I can run from my house. I can, I don't need a gym. I don't need anything like that. Scott can have the kids while I go for a run. And uh, so I went for one run to the end of the road, I think it was, um, and basically nearly died. 
So mm. like the like the opening scene in the yeah. in that, what's that film called now? Run Fat Boy Run. Oh, something? Run Fat Boy Run. <laughs> yeah, it was like the opening scene in that, but worse. <laughs> I, I just thought, oh my, oh you can't get to this point. So I. But but. Was there a, was there something specifically that triggered you? You know, I mean, it's the same. It seems like a bit of a theme. I mean, you, you must have, you know, did did something trigger you into starting running? You yeah. Know, start well, running? yes, my friend. Well, the story is that my friend Bet. I went on an, a New Year's Eve party, and at this point, I'd had to wear leggings and this stretchy top because I couldn't get in any of my other clothes and I thought oh this is bad and I knew at this point it was bad <laughs> and my friend walked in with her mum and the mum said oh what happened to you you used to be <laughs> and at that point I thought no way but I'd already I already knew I had to do something I had to do something and then Bev was doing the Sheffield Half Marathon because I live in Sheffield in the UK. This is your friend? Yeah, my best mate. And she says, you couldn't do half marathon with me. So I just thought, that's ridiculous. I've never run in my life. And hence, that's why I ran down the road the next day, New Year's Day. Uh, and I come back and I signed up for the half marathon. I mean, I couldn't even run down the road. I don't even know what I was doing, doing that. But, you know, but I had to have a goal. I needed a focus and unless I had that goal to get to at the end I wouldn't have done it I don't want just I was at that point where I just would have thought oh no I'm not doing it so I signed up and then I went through trolls through YouTube to find the last man running through at the town our town centre to see what you know how how long it took him to get there and whether I could sort of I could do this because I just thought I, I Run. So basically find the worst runner and yeah. see what his time was. Yeah. And I thought, and it was a minion. It was a man in a minion costume. <laughs> he was running down Fargate. And I thought, Fargate's like that in our town centre. And I thought, oh, great. I thought, if, if the minion can get there, surely that, that's, you, you're on, on, on to a winner, surely. All I've got to do is train. But I must say that since then, I have seen minions. There's been on marathons and I've seen minions, Scooby-Doo's, Darth Vader's. They've all overtook me. A camel overtook me. A camel. <laughs> I mean, two people in it. I mean, how does that happen? But they've overtook me on marathons. So so for you, the running is not so much about the the, the time, more finishing is, is, finishing. is, the, is the goal. Yeah. The goal so you find it, you find it, you're not a natural runner then? No, I think I'm a, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm an average runner, um, you know, I, I think, and I think it doesn't matter whether you're a natural runner or what, you can go and you can run, walk a marathon, you can walk a marathon if you want to, just get to the finish line, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be, uh, you don't even have to be fit to start, as long as you start a training plan and get to the end of that training plan and you can do a marathon, you can do a half marathon. So you don't have to be a natural. And I don't class myself as a natural runner at all. You know, running's one of those. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I was actually pretty reasonable at school, but I, I can never find the motivation to 
to run. I, I do actually, I do go and do 10 minutes in the morning down the road. It's probably, I don't know, a quarter of a mile there and back and I finish with a sprint, but I can't really motivate myself to do more than that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so if people are listening or you even perhaps tell me how, how do you get past that point where like, like I say, I'm at, I'm at 10 minutes, perhaps other people can, can kind of uh, connect with that, that the, you know, they can maybe manage five or 10 minutes, but how do you go out and run for an hour or two hours without, well, effectively getting really bored or uh, yeah, I, I, I find it difficult to, to get into that mindset. So, you know, you must've discovered yeah. something that I've obviously not discovered. Yeah, you have to have a goal. You, you, an event, an event. I think that the only way to do it is to uh, have an event in mind that you, uh, something that you're aiming for. Right, so, right. There's a lot of events like five k, uh, five k events, ten k events. Um, so you could start off with aiming to do uh, these park runs. I know they're not running now, but mm. that your goal, that your goal could be right. I have to run for so. And to get to this, to and I've got to, you've got to have a date in mind when you're running and have a goal. And I think if your goal has always got to be an event of some point. And to stop people getting bored, um, a running partner, if you can get someone to crazy enough to come out with you, then that's always a good, good thing. Yeah, so it's not enough to think I want to lose a, a pound or lose... An inch. Uh, yeah, that can be your goal. I mean, your weight weight loss can be a goal, but I think that in order to achieve that goal of losing your weight, you've got to have something else in mind to aim for. Because I think if you just purely focused on weight loss, with running, often you put weight on. It, it sounds silly, but your muscles in your leg, with any with anything you do, your muscle mass grows so muscle often weighs heavier than fat so you lose your weight you tone up but people I weigh heavy on on scales if you put me on a on scales I'd weigh heavy but I'm not I'm I'm not I'm just fit I'm not heavy it's my muscle mass that where my legs are, must be they're really you know toned but people don't see that they see the scales so I'd say if you're doing uh, running, don't do it for just weight loss. Do it because you want to enjoy it. And and I think that way your weight loss will come. Mm. Or weight loss will come in the long term. But don't just go out and think, right, I'm going to start running to lose weight because often people think, oh, I can't do that. It's boring or whatever. Have a goal and then it doesn't get boring because you've always focused on something. So... You know, I think your philosophy has kind of become because uh, you're now running this. Um, you do an online shred every morning, and I think you get up really early, regardless of of what you've got doing, and you and you do this this online shred that takes 15 minutes. And I think, yeah. or from what I gather, you 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 you're interested in. Um, because you're you're a normal, or you like to classify yourself as a normal person yourself, you're looking to to also motivate people who perhaps have never run before, and obviously perhaps not been a black belt in Taekwondo, but uh, feel that they need to be doing something. 
that's yeah. that's that's the idea behind it i think from 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 what yeah. i can make out um but how how did that start how did you why okay so you you you're running these marathons and you you you're active you're 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 fit you're a, you're a black belt and then the lockdown came along and um you were kind of hit for six because you couldn't do your taekwondo classes anymore and you, you, I think you had a workout class as well that you couldn't do anymore. Yeah. Uh, but you, 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 you wanted to do something uh, online, uh, or you had this idea of doing it online, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, I just thought because at that point I'd been told because I've got asthma, and I was on one of the but asthma as well. So a, a, yeah. a black belt taekwondo marathon running asthmatic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've got asthma as well yeah and I was sort of told from work I had to go and shield so I was and I thought and at that point they just put me shield in they didn't there was no home working and I thought I can't do 12 weeks with none of my clubs um at that point I'm not sure we were we were only allowed out once a day or whatever it was for and I thought I've got to do something so I'd already got um a Facebook page um for my fitness uh, class. And I just put on, you know, anyone fancy doing um, an online workout three times a week, um, just to keep motivated for 15, well, it wasn't 15 minutes at that point. It was just uh, however long it rolled for sort of thing at that point. And then, uh, so I got quite a few people on. I got a lot of people on in the morning. There were people with kids on. It, it was great and I got you know they were all commenting and it just keeping people motivated really so that was good uh, and then I thought well really I could offer it every day um every like every weekday but for just 15 minutes which I, I did and what I noticed in them 15 minutes is I by the time I got to the second month I definitely lost weight I was losing a lot of weight just through doing 15 minutes every day and at this point I weren't running I was just doing the workout so I did these workouts 15 minutes and I noticed I'd lost quite a lot of weight so then I sort of set it up I said anyone say this has happened I've lost the weight doing this is there anyone that would be interested in doing a 30-day shred as an experiment to see whether it actually works and what were so what and, and what so what was the requirements of the 30 day shred so oh yeah the 30 day shred so to give up takeaways for one for 30 days ah. to do a 15 minute workout and to drink lots of water and um we experimented everyone took the measurements at the beginning everyone took the measurements at the end and as a group i can't remember how many people were in the group but uh we as a collective group they lost 60 inches as a group, which I thought was was fabulous. And one lady lost up to nine and a half inches, which was amazing because she was so dedicated to it all. There were some others that had said, oh, they hadn't lost as much, but they had cheated on the takeaways and they hadn't done they missed some workouts. So, you know, you, you have to understand if you want to achieve anything, you have to be dedicated, at least dedicate yourself to see if it works. So a lot of people hadn't, but the ones that did definitely lost inches. They did, did really well. 
I think you know uh, I'll, uh, at the beginning. I mean, I've 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 uh, also been into I've re read a lot about habit change, and I, I think at the beginning a lot of a lot, it's more important actually to just form a habit rather than just uh, it's not so much what you achieve at the beginning, but just just the achievement of making a habit out of something. So, yeah. so for instance, there was an example given in one of the books I read where if you you want to go to the gym and you want to work out, it's it's important that you start to see yourself as somebody who works out every day. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter whether it's one minute, two minutes, three minutes, or mm -hmm. an hour. Your the the main goal at the beginning is just to be somebody who works out and then the improvements may come later. So it, it perhaps, it was perhaps quite amazing that you got so many good results uh, in the first month, because, you know, like I say, I think for, for most people probably would have, the achievement would have been just sticking with it for a month without, yeah. you know, and obviously people are going to relapse. And if they be, if people are enjoying takeaways, then, you know, it's, it's human nature, isn't it? To perhaps, you know, give in and have one or yeah. two when you shouldn't be. So. Oh, def definitely. Yeah. But I think that, I think working out from home helps because you haven't got to, you're not going anywhere. So you can literally just go down into your front room or kitchen or wherever a little space you have, do a workout 15 minutes, go grab a shower. You've done it. You're all at home. You've done your workout for the day. Um, it's something I'd never done before. So I think, and I've always done either gone to the gym or, you know, gone swimming and all that. But to, to me, it's so much easier doing a workout from, from home. It's just, just is, it's, it's a no brainer really. Cause you've done your workout. You're not spent 15 minutes traveling to the gym, 15 minutes traveling back, getting your bag ready. You can do it in your jammers if you want to. It really doesn't matter. So. So yeah. you 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 do it first thing. You literally get out of bed and and do yeah. the workout. I have a cup of tea first, and then I, I have a cup of tea, and then I and then I get up, basically put my gym stuff on, go down into the front room, switch my camera on, and start the workout. That's it. And I get people on every morning. So whatever you've done, if it was, so, whatever you do, whatever else you do during the day, you've always done your. You've always done your workout. You've always done something for yourself for the day. Yeah, and you feel better. It makes it instantly makes you feel as though you bet. It makes you feel better, and it wakes you up. Because if I I often say it when I'm I'm doing the workout, I always say, you know, I were half asleep before I did this workout this morning. Now I feel great knowing I've done it, and it's over with. I can go to work. I walk into work, and I know I've done a good fifteen minute workout. You know some calories toned up a bit yeah and and what kind of exercises do you do then do you do you is it the normal stuff do you what is it how so I, I base a lot on taekwondo with what i've learned on taekwondo so so would uh, this be the patterns uh, no, this would be like the um the cardio bit of it where you do the kicks and the punches um, obviously you're not doing them, you're just doing them in midair or whatever, but um, it really does burn calories. Um, I do a lot of HIIT exercises, which is the high intensity exercises, such as um, star jumps or um, you can do uh, burpees and stuff like that. I do them. I do abs work in it. 
um, mainly I mix it up. So um, I have a, a workout where I use a water bottle. So you're doing the uh, using a weight. So it's nothing. You don't have to have any equipment. Uh, you know, everyone's got a two liter bottle in the house that they can use, or you can use cans of beans. So I do stuff like that. Yeah, uh, it's just all a, mi a mix up of exercises. It's all good fun. Okay, and 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 is it a challenge then trying to find different exercises? Because I think one, I think you you said to to me once that, um, you know, the the benefits come by mixing it up don't they trying to yeah. do different different exercises uh each month yeah not, not not doing the same things over and over no i mix up the 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 exercise some of the exercises are the same uh but you find that we every there's of only course. a lot of um exercises you can do anyway but i mix it up basically by one one day we'll do a lot of kicking punching exercises and it'll all be focused on that uh, the next day we might do an abs workout, concentrate on that. The next day we do um, something with the water bottle with the weights workout. So I try and mix it up. Um, no, there's no two workouts that's ever the same. A lot of them have uh, there's similar exercises in or the same exercises that you've done before, but there's they're all I make basically I make them up on the spot as I go along. So there's no rigid routine is different every every workout that i do is different so has anything surprised you about uh the whole thing so about you know you run this daily shred you get up every morning you've noticed that it's good for your mental health as well as your physical health it gets a good start into the day and you've got um You've got this group, uh, a free group, I think, which is uh, uh, available for the beginning of every month. And then there's uh, a small price for a, for a paid group. And you've got actually quite a dedicated group of shredders in there, I can gather. So has anything surprised you? Has, it, has anything, have you been, is there anything that's, that's, that's kind of been different to how you imagined it would be at the beginning when you first started? Yeah, I just think, you know, it's really surprised me how motivated people, how motivated people are. They keep me motivated. They're, they're on there, they're, they post pictures of, like they've been for walks and, and stuff. And it's a real, um, whereas when I run a club, I don't get to know people. I, I know people, they walk in, they pay the money, I see them, but I don't know them people. Whereas these people online, are absolutely amazing. They'll share what they're doing outside of um, outside of the shred. So I've had people post on that they've been for runs, uh, they've been for walks, and they'll put pictures of whereabouts they are. Um, it's just lovely to know that people are. It's made. It's got people motivated, and people are continuing to be motivated. You know, around that group, it's it's fantastic. And I think that you you don't usually get that in 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 the clubs that I've run, I've never had that. So, so you, know, you, you feel there's a there's like a little bit of a community around yeah. the, the group as well. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I've got people that joined when I first started, I think in June, and I've got people that have joined this month, and they're all they're all like really friendly towards each other. It's a really 
it, that's what it's all about. There's no negative, there's nothing negative in that group. Whereas a lot of stuff you see, I think, um, on various social media platforms, it's very, it's a lot of negativity about at the minute. And I think that no. now time to keep positive and it's just a great little group. And I think that, and I, I comment a lot on it, you know, and like yesterday I did the virtual London marathon with my brother and he, like, I, I basically posted on, I've done that. They knew I was doing it. I just put, posted on, I've done this. What have you been doing all day? And they were so, but before that, they were so supportive. They were even messaging me saying, good luck, well done, and all this. And I just think that's amazing because I'm the one that should be motivating them. <laughs> as well, so it's great. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's good. Uh, um, so... I mean, we're in this we're in this really crazy time at the moment, aren't we? Yeah. You know, and from you know, I mean, things are obviously changing quickly, but at the moment, it looks like it's going to be six months. I mean, winter's now on its way; that the leaves will be falling from the trees soon. I'm not trying to paint such a too a too depressing picture for everybody, but yeah. I think I think you 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 clearly believe, or or I, I presume you think that. It's not just about physical, uh, it's not just the physical, that's from what you've told me. It's almost like it's it's the, the mental health aspect of it is is also uh, interesting. You become part of a, a community. Uh, you've done something at the beginning every day, which automatically, I suppose, increases your self-confidence. Uh, so you, you're, you're going to be continuing this throughout I mean, what are your plans? What are your plans for, for going forward now? What what are you hoping? Are you wanting to change things a little bit? Or is there anything that you're wanting to do uh, um, differently? Or are you happy with how things are going? Or you, I, I presume you want to carry this on now through throughout throughout the winter, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. We can't go anywhere else, can we? Well, I can. I'm in Tenerife. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> well, we can't do anything really else. But but yeah. Now, my intention is to carry it on. I think that it's, it's I mean, it's fantastic. I'm, there's no way I'm stopping it now. And for me, I just find that that 15 minutes in the morning just for myself is, is amazing. So yeah, I just think that uh, there's, there's no reason to stop it. Uh, I've started it and like I've always said, you've got to get to the end point, haven't you? And see where you take it. Yeah. Um, one is I want more people, I'd love more people to join because the bigger the community, the better it is, the better, the more uh, motivated people are, mm. there'll be more comments on there. So, yeah. So like the, the newbies, so the, the, the people that have been doing it a while can maybe help the, the newbies yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we, I know, I know, I know that feeling. Uh, so, yeah, um, but you're still working as well at the same time as doing all this shredding. You're still, uh, I think you're still, you're still working. So you're, you're probably like a lot of the people listening, you, you know, yeah. you've got a job. You're not, this is not your full-time job, is it? Fitness and. You, no, you, you know, that's a hobby. <laughs> mm. Amazingly, that's just a hobby, but it takes up most of my life. But yeah, uh, no, my full-time, I'm, I work as a medical secretary for NHS and that's my full-time job. So it is a very, a very stressful job I've got uh, it's you know so, yeah 
I think that anyone listening who says that they they haven't got time to do, I don't know, even 15 minutes or go out for a run or because they work full time. Well, I work full time as well, as well as running clubs, which involves a lot of paperwork, uh, as well as doing my shred every morning and going and instructing the clubs. So it is doable. It is doable. And I still get time to do family things. Um, yeah, I still get time to like run the taxi service for my children, who seems to think I've, uh, I've become city taxis in Sheffield now. But yeah, I still get to, I still do all the, all the normal stuff that people do. So yeah. So as a disclaimer, I still, I also have a morning routine and I can really recommend it to anybody. It's, it's a great way to start the day. Mine's a little bit more gentle than Joanne's. I'm, I do yoga and so on, but I also definitely have a morning routine. Like I mentioned also, I, I go for a quick run. Uh, and I have been thinking, Joanne, especially since you told me so many people are losing weight that, uh, I might give your, your shredder go myself yeah. uh, to see if I can, if I can lose some weight as well. Cause, uh, yeah, I'm not entirely happy with my stomach area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, I think um, it's perhaps a, a, a good time to land this podcast. It's the it's been my first podcast. I think it's also been the first time for Joanne as well. Uh, I think it might be a good time now to just end by saying, you know, if people are interested in doing something for their physical and mental health over the next uh, six months or however long this continues. Let's hope it doesn't continue that much longer. But even beyond that, it's also something that you, you'd be doing it through the summer months. So it's definitely something yeah. that can continue. Where, where do they find you? Where, where do they go if they want to find, if, they're, so, if they want to give it a go, what, how do they do that? I've got a Facebook page, The Ultimate Shred. Um, I've also got um, uh, a website, uh, The Ultimate Kick-Ass Shred. Uh, they can find me there. I've got a Facebook group, which is The Ultimate Kick-Ass Shred. Facebook group, and that's a free one. So you get seven days free on that one. Um, so yeah, so there's... You can find me online. Basically, I am online. You can find me. I've got a YouTube channel as well. Um, but I'm quite sure what that's called. But yeah. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll I'll add all all of the places where people can find you. I'll add those to the description. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll find all the links in the description. Or if you're listening on a podcast, I'll put it in the show notes. And if you're reading this, I'll add it on there as well. So you can. So anybody who's interested about to find all those links. Um, and I think, you know, maybe a good, good way to end this would be, you know, if, if you could imagine now somebody listening to this who's perhaps not entirely happy with their way, kind of reached a point where they know they should be doing something, all the gyms are closed, you know, all the, they're perhaps not confident enough to, to go outside and go running or there's nobody to go running with, they feel a little bit like I do about running. Uh, but they just can't kind of find that that motivation to you know they're at that point where they 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 want to kind of start doing something that's that's it what what could you say to just i don't know push them over the line and 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 you know maybe give your your course or 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 anything a, you know 
to start doing something, what would you say to them? What I'd say to them is, right, if you if you just do it, just just don't think about it too long. If you think about it, you can spend hours thinking about what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. You've just got to do it. So if you find, the thing is, if you're sat there thinking about it, instead of sat there thinking about it, get up and do something. Go out the door, go for a run. Just think, right, I'm going. And just do it. <laughs> think about it any longer than that. You've, you've, the thought's gone and you're just going to sit on that settee a bit longer. So don't overthink things. Just do them. Just And, it, you know, out of my courses, you know, we do a free uh, seven-day shred every month. And that group is a really motivational group. That you, no one's watching you. No one, you can do it in your pyjamas if you want. There's no one watching you. It's in your own front room, so you don't have to feel embarrassed. You can just uh, get up, do whatever you can. There's no, there's no, like, it's not like going to a gym and thinking, oh my God, I can't keep up with that person in front of me. She's going too fast. I look silly. There's none of that because you're in your own front room. No one can see you. You're not on a Zoom call or anything like that where people can see you. You're just literally watching me make a fool of myself, which <laughs> I come down often. I mean, once one day I come down with my t-shirt on back to front, and I halfway through the workout, I went, Oh, I've got my t-shirt on back to front, but I'd already done it, and everyone had seen it online. But I just thought, well, you know, at least I've done a workout. <laughs> yeah, okay. I obviously got up and I was half asleep and just put my t-shirt on back to front. That was live like that. You know, we've had the cat come in and um fight at my feet while I've been doing the workout there's honestly it is um if you want to get motivated I'd say if you don't want to make a fool of yourself running or you don't feel comfortable with that just get on my workout and have a look what you can do because you can just do it at your own pace and you don't have to make a fool of yourself because you're in your own front room so you don't have to feel like that uh, and there's loads of people to keep you motivated so that's what I'd say. If you're thinking about doing it, join my Facebook group and we'll 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 push you to doing it. <laughs> okay, that's a that's a that's a good message. Okay, so uh, yeah, um, thank you for being with me on my today on my first podcast, Joanne. Uh, it's been nice having you on. It's been interesting to hear about your Taekwondo journey and your marathon journey and. Uh, and uh, for anybody who's thinking of doing something, I'm sure they'll hopefully have, have found a little bit more uh, uh, determination to, to start out. So, yeah, thank you for being with me. Uh, and, um, yeah, maybe we'll talk again right. sometime in the future. Who knows? Maybe yeah. a more polished version after this first version today. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Joanne. Right. No Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. So... I will now, we need to record a little bit again. Just a moment. I just stopped my recording. Stop recording.